Hello, welcome back to Student Pages Podcast. Uh, I hope you're all doing well. We have Crystal Rocks uh, here again in the studio. How are you, Crystal? I'm really well. How are you? I'm very good. good. Um, we, we had you in the studio before. We talked about all kinds of things. We talked about um, Ibiza. We talked about um, drug culture in DJing. We did. Uh, what have you been up to since then? What's been going on? Um, so much. Yeah, it was the end of the season last time. We just figured out when, when it was actually Halloween that... I was last here after that Halloween shows. Um, yeah, it's been a, a really great kind of Christmas winter time. Uh, loads of shows and back and forward into um, a place in Switzerland called Verbier, which is has a really cool like um, party culture for the après ski. Um, yeah, to a place called Etoile Rouge. So I just did a season with um, Pete Tong and Martin Solvig. Etoile Rouge. Etoile Rouge. The Black Star, yeah, indeed. So good times. Um, but yeah, again, lots of wellness, lots of music. Good. Well, you've been you've been quite near me then, if you've been in Switzerland. Lyon's right next to Switzerland. Is it? Yeah, it's really not that far. Did you, have, have you been skiing? Yeah. When? I went skiing really recently. Did you? I like, Lyon's not that far from like... Is but it you, not? Get, you can you can drive like an hour. You get in them to the mountains. You just go skiing. Okay, I did one uh, one um, road trip once um, with a lovely ex boyfriend through France, and we we ended up in Lyon. But I didn't know that we were so sl- close to the Swiss yeah, Alps. They just get to yeah, get to the Alps really quickly. Okay, looks at Google Maps, makes a makes a note for next time. Yeah, I mean, um, I skied in in Verbier. I took a really good friend of mine out there, um, who's also a yoga teacher. So we did a bit of wellness. Uh, spa time party and then she had her first lesson on the slopes which was quite exciting I like you know went off and did a little I'm a solid average skier you know I don't want to throw myself off a cliff edge ever yeah Uh, for me that's not enjoyable unless there's a parachute strapped to my back then I'm down for it but mostly I just rather enjoy the scenery you know get get some speed up and some but I'm not I'm never going off piste Oh, Except okay. for with this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, we can talk about skiing. Yeah, you I know what we're talking skiing. about now. Wait, so, so you've been in Switzerland? Because right before the interview started, you said Sweden. And now I'm thinking maybe you got... Maybe oh, you, no, Switzerland. You said you meant, you meant Switzerland. I meant Did Switzerland. I hear Sweden? Okay. Hold on. Never mind. Let's talk about this over a Google Maps session later. Okay, okay. But yeah, you've been with Pete Tong, Pete Tong and Martin Solveig. Well, behind the same decks, but not ah. at the same time. That would be just oh, too okay. many DJs. That's a, that's a different band altogether. Um, but yeah, uh, we had like a season, so you know, like a monthly thing. A season. Yeah. So you know what it's like over this kind of winter period. That um, you know, if you're not in Ibiza, you're in the snow. If you're not in the snow, you're in the sand. So yeah, oh. that's the that's the way it kind of rolls. Especially being a DJ, you end up, you know, there's always a party somewhere, right? It's just different terrain. So you just follow follow um, the weather. Yeah. Follow the seasons. Do you, ever, do you ever DJ with... Uh, is it hard to DJ if you've got two people sort of working on the same thing? That's like that's known as going back-to-back with somebody. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have gone back-to-back with people before. Um, yeah, it's, prefer- it's kind of preferable not to. I don't know, personally for me, because you get into a real flow. Mm. It's a bit like meditation in a way, because, you know... I'm working a lot on frequencies in sound and music to heal and create in environments where people can, um, you know, go inward. Um, and music is a really big part of that. You know, I think we touched on it last time, but basically you can, you know, create uplifting environments or kind of more restorative environments. And, um, yeah, very much like that's something that we're, I'm really focusing on at the moment is kind of music to heal people. And you have your you have a new wellness space. I've got a new wellness space, and it's really exciting because it's like, like so new. Um, but it's called Sound of Mind Shoreditch, um, and 
it's actually been there for you know a few months now it exists but we've um we're now curating some really brilliant offerings in there which are um obviously my role will be lots of music music based events and activities um but there is glow gong bath sound crystal healing bowls i don't know if you know much about that but it's like where please, you sit please tell me all about it yeah you basically sit in a space and um or, or lay down. It's like yoga nidra, which is essentially having a good sleep. No, it's not. It's much more than that. But you lay down um, and you get so comfortable, like the most comfortable you could possibly be. Right. And then someone smashes a big gong around your head. <laughs> it's, it sounds not, it's much more relaxing than that. What, I made physically that sound. you get hit in the head with it? Not at all. You are just in a space where there are very large instruments like big gongs and crystal sound healing bowls. And if you can imagine like, you know, like a massive big bowl, it's made of crystal and it, it like resonates certain pitches of frequency. Um, so yeah, you can really create, It's a, it, it sounds similar to like being in the, like a aeroplane propeller sometimes. That does not sound relaxing. Yeah, it doesn't sound relaxing, but it, I promise you it so is. It's like a warm kind of um, round sound that um, just like envelopes the room and really just like, it's like being hugged by a big sound wave. Well, it's the inside of a, of a crystal bowl. Yeah, it's just like a bowl. So, peop- so the, um, the practitioner will um, gently um, hit the gongs and like roll the certain I don't know what they're it makes me think like a steel drum it's a bit like a steel drum yeah yeah but like a hanging gong if you ever see like I think is it 20th Century Fox or one of the um, film networks where there's like like a real Roman kind of character who smashes a gong with a big hammer it's a bit like that um, oh yeah, what is that? Because well, 20th Century Fox is dun, 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 yeah, it's not that. It's not that. <laughs> it's the other one. Yeah, what's the one with the gong? Don't uh, know. I think it's just a gong. I was just thinking maybe we should tell, tell Pete Tong and get him to come up with like another pseudonym. Like it's all Gong Pete Tong, and he could just do gong music. Anyway, it's a side note. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, you could you could, re- you could rebrand yourself as, as if you got crystal bowls. You could do crystal. Yeah. You could bring out a cereal. I could bring crystal out Crystal rocks and crystal... <gasps> yeah, it'd be like like Lucky Charms. There we go. But but just like fake, fake gems. We've gone off piste again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's, that's, that's the aim, really. Um, yeah, so this is a, it's a big kind of movement now with sound and DJing. And certainly everything musically is uplifting. We've got a new track out. But there is a healing, um, healing element to, you know, next, next stages, next chapters in life. That's great. I mean, I, I didn't know gongs. I, you, to be honest, before this interview, I thought of gongs as quite jarring, yeah, quite loud. But yeah, it's more. It's so much more, um, more restorative than that. It's go. really restful and like like meditative. Yeah, it's lovely. Depends how hard you hit Makes the gong. You, I reckon. It depends how hung you, yeah, how hung, how hard you hit the gong, or how close your head is to it. Um, it's very, yeah, it's very restful. But um, again, with like the wellness community and music. Um, it's uh, it's just a really interesting time because there's less drug culture and less alcohol in party partying mm. in general. So the space that we're curating will be no alcohol, no drugs, obviously. Um, but it would very definitely be like um, parties in the evening with no booze. But loads of great music, not mm. necessarily just gongs. It won't be just gongs, mm-hmm. but it'll be like I'll be DJing. Um, the Super Fox DJs will be coming in and doing sets um, and loads of live artists 
um, it's very much like an extension of the radio show we do on a Friday night where we have a live guest and a guest mix. Um, yeah, so there's loads of there's loads of really beautiful, wonderful, exciting things happening. Fantastic. <laughs> That's great. You're up to so much more than me. I've just been chilling in <laughs> France. Like, yeah. I've been going skiing, but not like... Uh, yeah. Not not because I not because I need to be there. Not because I'm doing anything anyway. Well, but, that's well, fine. That's life. You listen. I, when I was your age, I was doing the same. And then you find you get really tired, but you still love music. So what what can I do? Well, do, you, do you ever like? Do you ever have like nights off or something? What do you do? What do you do yeah, on a night off? I do. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I go to. I, I well I go listen go to music. No. Not what. Well, not not clubbing. But. Um, you know, I'm trying not to drink at all at the moment, just to really, really kind of get involved in music properly, like really be so conscious while I'm consuming music and, yeah. and like nightlife culture, um, which is not always easy, certainly not in Verbier, <laughs> when you when you get like, you know, litres of champagne thrown your way. It's a lovely problem to have, yeah. um, but hard to avoid. So, yeah, so you just lock into the music um, and that's very much what this new venue is about. It's about, you know, sound for, and music for the sake of music. I actually just saw um, a cinematic orchestra. I don't know if you guys know them, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. oh my gosh, they were divine. I a bet. yoga friend of mine took me, like a spare ticket vibe and went really last minute at Brixton Academy um, and... Um, Jules Buckley was uh, con con constructing. What am I talking about? Oh my gosh! The you know it was his orchestra. He was conducting the orchestra. For goodness' <laughs> sake, he was a conductor, obviously. And um, so there was a whole orchestra, and you know there was certainly drum machines and electronic sound, live artists, live sax, live drums, live vocals, and then a projection on the whole of the back wall of the Brixton Academy um, on stage. Um, of a miniature set that there was a camera and there was this guy, um, you know, doing almost kaleidoscopic um, projection on the back screen and, and text and word and it was phenomenal. It was like, it was being, I said envelope earlier, I meant enveloped, I think, <laughs> enveloped in the environment, really immersive. And that's totally what I see for the future of kind of nightlife you want as much stimulation as possible if you don't have any alcohol, mm. you know. So you, it really matters what you do. You can't just fluff anything. You've got to, it's got to be really meaningful, like the nights you curate. So watch this space because it's yeah, going to be plen it's plentiful. It seems like you're up to so much all the time. I am, yeah. <laughs> do you, um, like, how, like, how long have you yourself been clubbing for? Like, did you ever have, like, a fake ID when you were younger? I definitely had a fake ID when I was in Romford, yeah. Big up the Rumford crew. Do you have fiction? I did. It was it was called um, oh my gosh, it was called Time and Envy, I think. Or it was yeah. called Time and Envy. Yeah, Time and Envy, um, and yeah, me, me and my my dearest dearest friend at the time, we were um, definitely not old enough to get in there, but we would take different props, a little bit like uh, you know, you know, just. A, a step away from comedy moustache and glasses we would try we would like literally turn up trench get, coat trench coat we'd get turned away and then we'd go we'd run to the back of the queue and then put either take a layer off or put another layer on and put on a pair of glasses <laughs> change no your way. hairdo oh yeah we fully went in and then they would almost always let us in really? if they didn't we'd go back to her she used to have, she used to have a oh, she used to have a little um, god I forgot the name of the car but you know when you name your car yeah <laughs> and she could drive before I could drive. I was a very late developing 
girl was very like I was considering how I am now I was very afraid of the world okay. until I moved out of Essex and got into London and just like went for it uh-huh. um, and um, she used to uh, we used to go back to her car which was uh, you know plentiful on the back seat of Disney characters and all sorts of stuffed toys and Furbies Furbies were a thing at the time <laughs> um, and we'd just listen to Whitney Houston's um, album back to back and sing at the top of her voice in the car park brilliant yeah yeah so, and to be fair, given half the chance, I'd still do that now. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I would. Do you have any... Um, I was, I, <laughs> it's so funny that you've, gone, that you've gone from that to obviously being a DJ and, wor- and working like in, in clubs and being very close to that kind of world. Yeah. Like now you must be friends with, with loads of bouncers. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's that's not. Yeah, yes, I'm very, I'm very chatty, as you've probably seen, you've probably noticed. So, um, yeah, I think that'd be so cool to have a bouncer as a friend. You just, if anyone does you wrong, you could be like, I'm. Do you know how many bouncers I know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's Essex, though. <laughs> I've got a couple of mates who, who send the boys down, you know what I mean? Um, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, I do, actually, when I went to Verbia the other day, I passed um, one of the other clubs. Um, it's called Farm Club, and um, a very lovely bouncer. who used to be the bouncer of the place that I first played was on the street. Um, and uh, Jean Noel said hello, had a chat. It was really lovely, yeah. Yeah, yes is the answer, is the short answer. You do have loads of friends I know, Yeah, and, and also, like, toilet attendants. And, oh, yeah? Like, yeah, like, I don't know, you just, when you, doesn't matter where you are in the world, like, there are there are beautiful, good people everywhere if you if you can be present enough to notice them. Mm. And um, it doesn't matter whether you're, you know, cleaning the loose or the DJ, you know, there's so much, there's so many lovely people out there, so... Yeah, there's a really lovely toilet attendant in Soho that I always have a little chat with and it's random, but yeah, she's lovely. Great. Do you, do you have any embarrassing stories from, from DJ? Oh my God. I just said I talked to the toilet attendant for ages. No, but that's not embarrassing. <laughs> that's what just... other embarrassing things? No. Um, I, yeah, God, of course. So many. Where would we start? Which ones could I actually say? Um, all of them. You could, you could say all of them. Any embarrassing stories? I mean, let's keep it DJ related or music related at least. Um, I introduced. Oh, start saying this <laughs> stuff, and then I don't know why I say it. Um, I'm just the first thing that comes to mind. I introduced. It's not even that ba- bad, but Mel C was DJing for my Superfox show in mm. Ibiza. She's an incredible DJ. She's so good. Um, and I introduced her as Mel B. <laughs> 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 and I didn't know I did it either. And I don't know why I did it. I'm actually not sure I did. But all my friends at the end were like, "Do you know that you introduced her as Mel B?" And I was like, "It was a it was a very highly stressed environment, and it was a, a huge deal, you know. So it, it's likely that I might have fluffed it, but uh-huh. you know, she took no offence gladly. So um, yeah. But that's just one of many very embarrassing stories that include all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I remember one time I was I was in a I was it was I was at one of those like awful like student nights that they sell you like within your first week of getting to uni you mm. like, get the wristband or whatever mm. I think it was I think it was fabric actually it was like but they but normally it was like normally to be to to get into fabric you have to be like a little bit older but they were letting students in or something so I was like, oh. yeah do a student night 
so I was like, oh, yeah, we'll go. And then everyone, the whole night, everyone was like, oh, yeah, I, apparently Stormzy's coming. Apparently Stormzy's coming to do a set. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, Stormzy's coming. And then uh, the guy, the, the DJ who was playing was like, do you guys like Stormzy? And everyone was like, <laughs> yeah. He was like, you guys, you guys love Stormzy's music. Like he was trying to build it up. And we were like, yeah. And he goes, well, welcome to the decks. Stormzy's DJ and everyone's uh, like what? Uh, <laughs> he would have been amazing. He would have well, he, he was he was good but everyone was like who I don't know who that I don't know who Stormzy's DJ is. Yeah. Like, was, that was Ed, I mean, that was I in was fabric. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He did an incredible show in Box Park in Croydon not long ago. Um and it, like yeah, I mean it pfft. Stormzy's DJ. Or and Stormzy. And Storm- I'm sure oh, Stormzy's DJ was there as well. Normally but they're together. Yeah, yeah. They actually <laughs> did an incredible show last year in Ibiza Rocks, which is where we had our residency. Um, and he flew from Glastonbury from that incredible show in Glastonbury. He flew straight to Ibiza Rocks. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, it was mad, mad show. Do you know, do you know any your friends with rappers? My friends with rapper rappers. Friends. Uh, <laughs> not especially. It's actually not my bag at all. No. I really like. like I'm not into the into the genre of music at all, but I mean I'm not not like '90s rap. Yeah, I was thinking about it the other day. If and actually, if you're going to work out, like I did a workout yesterday, this hit class and rap music is so good for that. It's like because you just want to punch someone. Um, <laughs> so it's a great opportunity to like you know really like let loose, but um, not especially. I don't no. think so. Uh, I met a couple of a couple of artists through Ibiza Rocks that were cool, um, but yeah, not especially my bag. I'm the, more G- of a... the DJs just chill with, with the DJs. No, no. oh no, and the toilet no. attendants and the toilet attendants. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone's like everyone's hanging out with everyone. But um, yeah, I'm more like what am I more like? House disco dance music, you know, like um, Fatboy Slim, mm-hmm. Carl Cox, Groove Armada, Basement Jacks, those kinds of artists. Are like my ultimate, you know, David Guetta, that kind of vibe, mm. big kind of, and I'm working a lot of music, a lot of music at the minute that is um, kind of in the same vein as that, like because I songwrite and sing, yeah, um, and obviously I can, I can make beats, but I would work with an engineer to like fully compose a record, um, and yeah, so it's really exciting because a lot of the songs that I'd written that I just were for, for pleasure because that's how you get into anything hopefully that's how we get into most things that we do is because we f- find them enjoyable right mm. so I used to just I've always songwritten and sung so now I'm able to put that into a lot of the records um, which is really exciting that's great yeah do you reckon you'll still be playing the same the same kind of music when I don't know in <laughs> in 10 years time 20 years time I reckon I reckon there'll be reworks and revamps of everything, but uh-huh. you know if I can keep getting in um, like Crystal Waters, those kinds of records. Um, oh my gosh, yeah! I mean anything from like there's certain um, like right here, right now, Fuck Slim is like you know you're gonna these there's certain records that you'll play forever that will outlast all of us, but that will just keep being revamped. That's the nature of um, you know if you. A lot of musicians now, I mean, there's so much sample work in, in, you know, pop music, dance music, house music now, and totally across the board, you know, and it's a case of, like, 
being moved by a piece of music it might be from the 60s or 70s and then how you can you know you can take elements of that and make them your own and and give them a new lease of life which is like there's some records that do that so brilliantly I can't think of the record that I listened to the other day in Switzerland and I thought I love that original so much and the fact that I can be in the club and still enjoy that record without it being the original yeah it's really cool Gold Digger Kanye West Gold Digger Kanye West <laughs> a prime example yeah, exactly. Ray Charles. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, unbelievable. And there's one called um, Pushing On, and I can't, it's Oliver Dollar. Oliver, it's Oliver Dollar, Pushing On. And and that came out a couple of years ago, maybe even more than that now. Um, but that's an old soul record, you know. I love it. It's just brilliant. And, and also, as I've got older as well, it's nice when you can, like, like, I listen to a lot of music with my dad. He's a He's like, like big into Spotify. He just thinks it's unbelievable. Which you can imagine. Like I remember having to really crate dig or uh, look for like um, white label records. We used to have a shop in Billericay where I moved to after I lived in Romford. I was born in Romford, grew up in Billericay, and there was a record shop called Slip Discs, which is still there now, but is now like a coffee shop as well as. <laughs> it didn't used to be a coffee shop. We didn't need that Damn much it. coffee back in the day. Now we need so <laughs> much coffee. Um, and uh, yeah, it was called Slip Discs. And me and my friend, same friend who used to sit in the back of her, it was a mini Micra. A Micra, can't remember, her car, anyway, where we used to listen to Whitney when we wouldn't get into the club. Um, we uh, would go into Slip Discs and go through records. And the process of that, I, I actually really miss it. Like, I really miss, like, finding those those songs that, you know, I mean, Spotify is incredible. Please playlist my song. Please playlist my song. <laughs> but, but outside of that, you know, I think there's a very real correlation between effort and passion, and you know, like it's it's a balance. If you've got to put a bit of effort into finding a record, I, I think that might make you love it even more. Sometimes, you know, there's a bigger win when you find something that you love. You definitely can't find everything on Spotify as well. I mean, yeah, I, I still I know people who still they'll go to record shops and find like yeah weird offcuts and and things yeah that's a carpet shop I think <laughs> <Not joking. laughs> if you go for offcuts sorry carpet I meant shops. carpets I meant carpets <laughs> I was thinking of carpets were you thinking of frame? I no. thought we were talking about carpets yeah. time, that is actually what I do I'm a painter and decorator fantastic yeah <laughs> actually have done up houses back in the day pretty pretty badly but of course. Yeah. Are we? St- I can't. Uh, done up houses. That's again. That sounds like a DJ thing. Like. <laughs> oh yeah. It could be DJ DIY. I think the two fields have a lot in common. Yeah. I certainly only got through it by listening to music. I know that. If you're going to have to creosote a fence, you better put the tunes on. <laughs> I'm telling you that. So. Is it- so you do, you've done up this houses. conversation has just gone all over the place. You've done up. What what else have you done apart from DJ? Did you have Did you, did you have other jobs before you? Did DJ? I've, I, there's not a thing I haven't done. Really, I can assure you of this. There is not a thing I have not done. I think that might be a double negative, but I've done everything. Most things. Have you done? <laughs> have, um, mm. have you done uh, any research jobs? I'm always researching with the radio show every Friday night and every Friday night I'm like my long suffering um, business partner, colleague, Keisha, 
will find me like will go oh have you thought about this artist have you thought about this person I'm like oh my god she's so sick and I'll go oh, have you thought about this da, da, da. so we'll piece together the show with um, you know someone in fitness or okay, yeah. fashion or technology STEM politics you've got helps. to know your research yeah have you been a, have you been a uh, milkman um, <laughs> I really want to say yes no I haven't <laughs> I've you ever done a, I'm trying to think of other jobs <laughs> brain surgery I mean, in many ways, that is music, isn't it, really? You're reaching a, a bit. In, I, in many ways, when I play music, <laughs> I go right into your brain <laughs> and I will surgically bring out the joy. My God, you have really done anything. Okay, so you've, yeah. so you've done brain surgery, you've been a painter decorator. Yeah. You've worked in a research position. Um, I'm, you know, what I'm saying is the moral of this story is that one must be pliable to the world around them. And so if you're a student, which you all are listening at the minute, and you find there's something that you're passionate about, give it a blooming go and know that it may change, it may blossom into something else. You just don't know. But the the the, the uh, best bit is in, in the not knowing. <gasps> I'm so profound. Give me a TED Talk. I find exactly the same thing with carpets, funnily enough. Yeah. I mean, how's that going? Great. I was at I was at Carpet Right uh, <laughs> last week. Really sure. feel really feel like sure. my wellness was was my top priority. Yeah, I tell you what, <laughs> if you want to feel like slightly calm or if you're having a stressed out day, it's not a bad idea to walk around a carpet shop. There is something like about the smell a of a carpet, a carpet shop. shop and just whack it and just yeah, and combine my two. Um, That's right. My two wellness. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting. Is Excellent. that stop talking about carpets or stop talking about everything? Uh, there's so much more to cover, Jeez. I have a few quick fire questions before before you go. Fire away. What um, what curry do you get, uh, Indian? Oh, again, it changes. Uh, it would be like... Just uh, quick, quick fire. Rogan Josh. Rogan Josh. Well, well, um, if, <laughs> what, what, cats or dogs? Uh, cats. Cats. Um, if you had a superpower, what would it be? To change the world. To... <laughs> Oh my god! It would be it would be to bring the temperature of the planet down. Oh, there we go. That's a good one. Yeah, there you That's go. That's a good one. Fantastic. Well, that is a brilliant note to end on. Um, climate change. Thanks <laughs> so much for listening. Um, make sure uh, you use energy sparingly, and stay well, and save the planet. And thanks oh, so much. Oh, and very quickly, go on. I've got a record out on Friday. Can oh, everyone yeah. stream it? <laughs> of course. And go stream Crystal's track, which is out on Friday. It's called Pump Up the Jam. Yeah, you're gonna love it. Thanks so much, guys. Next time.